you have reached the voicemail box of Game Thing Season 6 Speed Running. You have 19 new messages. Thursday, the 6th of July at 9:29 p.m. I'm just calling David to um oh yeah, while I went to answer phone anyway. Um hey David, it's Pippin here. I've picked the next game for speed running. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of all time, um, which is one of the pieces of advice the speedrunning community seems to have. Pick a game that you'd like. Um, and it is... <laughs> Let me see if I could build any more suspense, but it's the game called V, or sometimes people call it VVVVVV, or the letter V six times. Game by Terry Kavanagh. Um, originally released in early 2010 as a Flash game. Uh, it has since been ported to uh, C++ and various other platforms. I've been playing it since it came out on and off. I would say I kind of returned to it and, and beat the main campaign once every year or two. Uh, I've had the pleasure of telling Terry that I love it as a game as well, so he knows <laughs> that's important. Uh, and, uh, importantly, or weirdly, it's sort of, to me, it's a game that has a pretty big presence on speedrun.com, which is my barometer for it being a speedrunning game. Uh, there are 2,376 different runs that have been recorded, and one of the things that really interests me about this one, um, as you know, like, speedruns can have different categories, uh, to sort of differentiate different approaches to a game. Uh, we saw, you know, in... Uh, Portal, for example, there was like an out-of-bounds run, a no-out-of-bounds run. In Half-Life 2, you could void glitch or not void glitch, um, and so forth. Um, v has a ton of these. I'm looking at the page right now, and I can see uh, no out-of-bounds, glitchless, no TJ, don't know what that is, any percent, 100 percent, text storage, credits warp, no death mode, uh, and then a whole bunch of other ones in the category extensions, Invincibility Mode, Flip Mode, Blindfolded, Big Viridian, Full Map Completion, Super Gravitron, Any Percent NG+, Doing Things the Hard Way in Two-Player Mode. So the thing I like about this is it feels like a game and a community that's allowing you to find the way that you like speedrunning it the most and to do that. Um, so the Any Percent, which I think is you know a pretty classic measure of these things, the record is 4 minutes and 56 seconds. Uh, how long to beat tells me that this game normally takes about two and a half hours or so. Um, and as you get better of it, at it, obviously it takes a lot less time than that. Uh, put briefly, uh, V is a platformer where you can't jump. You can only reverse gravity. Uh, so you can float up towards the ceiling. You can sort of fall up or fall down uh, at any given moment. You've got to navigate a ton of pretty brutal and difficult platforming rooms, all named by Bennett Foddy. Uh, the wonderfulness of this game goes on and on, and I am looking forward to running it with you, my friend, David Volinsky. See ya! Thursday, the 6th of July, at 10.35pm. Hey, sir. Oh, I know it well. And please, for the, uh, for the purpose of this conversation, please call me V-V-V-V-V-V-Olinsky. But... Yeah, uh, this game was on my radar from the very beginning, and I have not returned to it since, but I've always meant to. 
you know, I'm a busy guy, I'm a recovering game critic, and so I rarely have the reason, opportunity, or <laughs> inclination to go back and play something. There's just so many other things I want to uh, soak in with my time. But I love this game, and I have long been on record as loving this game. I reviewed it at The Onion in early 2010 when I was helping getting their game section off the ground. And at that time, I believe it was only a Flash game and hadn't yet made it onto all these other platforms. Its website today um, boasts about the 3DS port. So um, 13 years is a long time. But also I uh, met and uh, interviewed Terry at the Game Developers Conference in 2010, and I got the chance in person <laughs> to tell him early on how much I loved it. And I still remember, you know, we sat on the grass outside of the Moscone Center, and uh, if I only knew then what I knew now, just how many years I would be spending... Uh, interviewing game developers, boy, I don't know. You cannot speed run back in time. But at the time, uh, you know, I don't know. There's a lot I could say about how the Onion was concerned about losing cool points in games coverage. But the main thing is that uh, I reviewed the game early, and I interviewed Terry, and there are things about both my review and the interview that I cringe about at the time, but, you know, I planted a flag as an ostensible tastemaker early on about something I still stand behind, and it sounds like I don't have to convince you of anything uh, here. V-V-V-V-V-V-V can also be spelled G-O-O-O-O-O-D. Let's put six O's in there. But, um... Rereading my interview today, on July 6, 2023, you know, there's a lot of nuggets in there that have some noteworthy tidbits. Re-speedrunning and general information about the game. And one is Terry told me he calls it V. Some people call it six Vs, which is probably easiest. This is going to save us a lot of time as we... Uh, carry on with our conversation together. But he also told me in 2010 that he could get through the game with only nine deaths. And in 2010, <laughs> I told him I managed to beat it with 300. Uh, and Terry mentioned at that time, nobody had managed a no deaths run yet. And looking at speedrun.com today, what I see is that there are now eight no death records uh, on record such as it is. Three in the United States, one in Japan, one in South Africa, one in South Korea, one in Switzerland, and another in Belgium. So this speaks to a certain truism I've sensed and eavesdropped uh, around various speedrunning communities, which is that over time, players figure out a lot of things that are possible to do in a game that the creator either didn't intentionally build or ever imagine was ever possible. But, um, all right. All right, I know I already have a deep fondness for this game. Um, I'm going to hit the books and see what speedrunning it means. And then shortly after that, what speedrunning it really means to me. So I look forward to figuring this out together. Namaste. And that's namaste spelled with uh, six Vs. You know what? I'll throw in a seventh. Bye. Friday, the 7th of July at... 1.29 p.m. Hi, David. I'm glad that you're into V, and I'm looking forward to hearing about your, I guess, research into what you're going to 
be doing. And I, you know, I'm also interested in the glitch stuff. I would, um, I'd at least like to feel like I could, you know, make a glitch happen. Um, I've seen in at least one of the runs, Viridian kind of levitate through walls. Um, so, you know, pulling something like that off just to see it, just to feel uh, the glitch feeling rather than watch somebody else do it, I think, uh, is a worthy target. Uh, when I look at the run categories I'm keen to try my hand at, there's sort of two that I'm most interested in. So I have to work out some kind of exercise regime where I practice them, I guess. Uh, one of them is, I think, the most self-contained challenge, which is the Super Gravitron level, uh, which you can access via the secret lab. Uh, the reason that, that I want to do that one is it's very it's very simple um, and sort of somewhat ironically I don't know doesn't involve the gravity flipping uh, mechanic. You're just bouncing in between these two lines and shapes go past and you have to not hit them, and it's really not very easy. <laughs> uh, one of the good things about that too is that Terry Kavanaugh actually has a time on the speedrun leaderboard. Somebody submitted uh, a, a video of him playing it. He got 31 seconds. Um, and I think he's in 21st place or something like that for there, uh, for that. And I can manage just under nine seconds, which is hopeless and not even good enough for the first trophy. The record is a little over 15 minutes. So there's a distance to go from nine seconds to 15 minutes. I think one of the things that interests me about it is it is, it just sort of looks like, I don't know, like you practice and you just kind of get used to what it takes to use air control while your direction is flipping up and down to, you know, to just read the screen and avoid the thing. So it's it's twitchy stuff. Maybe I've aged out of being able to do this kind of thing, but I would at least like to feel like I could... I don't know what's a reasonable target. A minute? Like, it would be good to get out of the seconds range. That may not be realistic, and we'll see, we'll see how I do with it. Um, and then the other one that I'm interested in is the doing the things the hard way run, uh, where you go from a new game into all the way to the screen called doing things the hard way, uh, which is hard enough uh, to do quickly without dying. Um, but the the funny thing about that level, and it, it's a well-known level amongst the enthusiasts like ourselves, is that to get from one side of that room to the other to pick up the shiny trinket that, that signifies the end of the run, you've actually got to flip upwards and then kind of fall up through this... Um, terrifying gauntlet of spiked walls where you have to use air control again to kind of go all the way up, flip off a little platform at the top, and then go all the way down again, kind of taking all of these bends and um, and turns in the air without ever touching the walls. Um, so that's the other one I'd like to kind of have a go at. Uh, have you found a, a sort of a, a target for yourself yet? Friday, the 7th of July, at 6.59 p.m. Saturday, the 8th of July, at 9.39 a.m. Hey, Pippin. The hard way. Uh, something I appreciate about V is if you poke around the menus, there's actually a host of options specifically geared towards uh, speedrunning. Uh, in fact, there's, there's an option to slow time down. That's in the accessibilities menu. You can add a timer. Um, there's also a glitch runner mode, uh, which re-enables glitches that existed in previous versions of the game, which I think is the exact sort of thing 
that's counter opposite to how Neon White made me feel, where it's like, ah, here's a game that preserves its glitches. Um, which is not throwing shade against Neon White, it's just that there's a whole lot of stuff here to help you... And it was true, you know, like, when I when I re-enabled input delay um, in the menu, which sort of just preserves these past states of the game, I found I was able to play quote-unquote better, but the game is uh, quite obviously still very hard. Um, did a lot of research yesterday. I didn't realize there was a hard way run. Um, I tried to do the hard way <laughs> yesterday for 10 minutes progressively in slower speeds. And all I managed to do in that time, I didn't get the trinket, um, was I just, I marveled at watching 10 minutes tick up in slow motion. It was something like a half hour. Um, I marveled at just my increasingly creative cussing. It started with me just saying fuckers to eventually clown fuckers to eventually saying clown shoe fuckers. So I guess that's progress of a sort. Um, but maybe that's the thing I'll try. I'm more interested in doing glitches, but I, I think it's, I don't know. Can you really glitch a game just coming back to it for a week? Saturday. The 8th of July, at 1.51pm. Hey, David. Um, I discovered, thanks to you, um, that I had a very out-of-date copy of V, which is kind of cool as well. It's like uh, very hipster, I guess. I had, my copy was from 2014. I guess I've just had it on my Mac, uh, my Macs, all that time. Um, and I bought the Steam version just this morning, and it feels so... Different, although it is, of course, very much the same. Um, notably, it feels incredibly smooth. I don't know if that's helping me at all, but it uh, is a pleasure to play, um, and even more of a pleasure to play. Um, and one of the things I wanted to bring up, because it's such a great piece of writing, is Rainforest Scully Baker's Game Studies piece called A Practiced Practice um, from 2006. It's pretty old, but it's a really, really great piece of writing looking at speedrunning from an academic um, and practitioner perspective. Um, and one of the things he does in that that I think is helpful is he distinguishes uh, finesse runs from uh, deconstructive runs. And pretty obvious that at least for V, I'm kind of pursuing the finesse side of things. I'm interested in um, kind of leaving the game intact um, and just playing it very well. Um, and then the deconstructive run is where you obviously start using glitches and you just kind of tear the game apart to go as fast as possible, um, ignoring its narrative framing, uh, for example. So it's a, it's a, it's a pretty useful uh, distinction to have in, in place. And, and in that paper, there's a ton of other stuff that we can and, and should mine uh, for language. Um, but as for finesse, uh, you know, I've kept practicing the Super Gravitron. I'm not doing very well with it. It's very acrobatic, very difficult. Um, I've managed 10.5 seconds now, but I see on Steam that 3.8% of all players already have that uh, kind of time, uh, greater than 10 seconds, so kind of unimpressed. Um, I will keep practicing it, but it's, it's losing a little bit of a shine for me because it's just so unforgiving. Uh, so most of my interest has actually been on the doing the doing things the hard way run, uh, which I have been improving over time and trying. So this is the run where you start a new game, uh, you go through the kind of panicky bit where all of the crew members are like, what's going on, what's going on? And the ship kind of goes through some sort of 
I don't know what it's going through, quantum field. Something bad happens and everybody gets teleported to different places in this weird universe dimension that they're in. Uh, and then the game actually starts with you having to escape uh, from the kind of area that you're in, which means a lot of spikes, a lot of flipping yourself up to run on the ceiling, flipping yourself down to run on the floor, dodging these weird kind of abstract graphics that uh, kill you instantly if you touch them, making sure to touch a whole bunch of save points so that if you do die, uh, you don't lose too much progress, uh, and gradually making your way back to a teleporter and therefore teleporting back to your ship and the one crew member who managed to make it there. I forget what they're called. Um, from there, in this continuing run, uh, you have to exit the ship and find your way kind of left uh, and down and then up and left until you reach a very specific screen called the Outer Hull, uh, which is the entry point to a whole sequence uh, of further horrible rooms with further spikes, uh, toxic clouds that come from little factories that will kill you, really difficult jumps on moving platforms, needing to jump upside down onto a platform in order to go upside down and out the bottom of a level. V is, you know, it's a wonderful game for distorting space and making you rethink uh, what it means to move around uh, in a game world. Um, you go through all of this stuff in the outer hull and eventually you find yourself uh, at the room called Doing Things the Hard Way where the idea is to, I think as I've already said, fly upwards through these spike-infested vertical tunnels, uh, falling through them with air control, bouncing on a platform at the top and then coming all the way back down through it to land and collect a trinket which marks the end of the run. Uh, so I got 18 minutes and two seconds the first time, uh, which included having to remember how to do that vertical tunnel bit, which is incredibly uh, difficult. Uh, second run yesterday, I got 10 minutes and seven seconds, which is, you know, shaving eight seconds ain't bad. Uh, and there's a lot, I think, to unpack about what it means to go faster in these finesse runs, which maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try and tackle in sub subsequent messages. Um, but just now I also ran a seven minutes and 17 seconds run. Uh, so I am chipping away at it and getting better and better at the different components of the run. However, the worst speedrun uh, on speedrun.com is 3 minutes and 18 seconds, so I'm far away from that. I would consider submitting a run if I can get under 5 minutes. Uh, but for now, I guess what I'm most interested in is just figuring out how you... Saturday, the 8th of July, at 8.14pm. Hello. Pippin? Oh man, you got cut off at the end, so it sounded, it sounded important. Um, it's funny that this hard way is a, is a whole thing, because I just sort of found it organically, and by hook and by crook, and maybe just stubbornness too, I was like, I don't care if this kills me, I'm going to do it. And last night, you know, in a half hour playing, um, I couldn't do it. This morning, I could. Um, but I wasn't tracking the time. Um, I don't know. I, there's, I, I guess I could. I don't know. I just, I just didn't think to. I was just like, can I do it? Uh, which is very much in line with, uh, you know, my lived experience as a runner, where I never really cared for such things. It was just, can I do it? And the answer is, yes, I could. And yes, I can. And, you know, you said you wanted to beat your own record... And for it not to be in the seconds range, we're talking about that Gravitron thing. I just want to say, you know, minutes, days, hours, our lives are all filled with seconds. So I hope you're not being too harsh on yourself. But um, I don't know what it is. Like, where is it that it lives in our heads, our bodies, our hands, where... 
I don't know, I was like, did I defrag my muscle memory? Because as I was doing the hard way this morning, I had a distinct sense memory coming back to me of doing the same exact thing 13 years ago and how uh, frustrating, but you know it's doable, it is to do this little segment of the game. And for me, it's funny because I increasingly felt like the entire section was becoming one fluid moment, uh, motion, and also a moment. True, it was a moment to live in, and I noticed that if I ever hesitated or acted or felt like my play was coming from a place of thought, I would be sunk. Um, but another intriguing thing about that whole sequence is that while you're playing it, because you're flying up and down, you're seeing how to do it, but you're also seeing all the ways to not do it, and you're also seeing the way on the way up, how to plan for the way down. And it's, you know, of course, easier said than done. Um, but I guess this is sort of like a microcosm of the entire game, right? So I have a couple questions. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to answer them and think of them in future messages. But I'm curious for you, like, what are the mechanics of running these drills? How do you measure improvement? How do you recognize when it's becoming an exercise in diminishing returns? Uh, what do you do when you recognize that? And when you come back to it and you're better, uh, if you're better, why do you think that is? Bye, Tippin. Saturday, the 8th of July, at 8.30 p.m. Hey, David. I don't have much time because I'm a speedrunner. Um, I've got my hard way time down to 5 minutes 41 seconds. So, you know, getting closer to the 5-minute wall uh, barrier... And I have been thinking a bunch about your, you know, your point about diminishing returns. Like, you know, where is the point in this run where I kind of hit my limit in some sense of the basic, you know, just don't be stupid stuff that I can do. Um, and I also limits around, you know, like just my twitch reflexes. You know, I'm an old, I'm an older man now. <laughs> uh, my patience, my stamina, my time to actually practice in the midst of my, uh, you know, the rest of my life. Um, there's got to be some time where it's just re going to be really hard to uh, to budge, and I, I get this sense that although I'm only you know 143 seconds behind the pace of a proper run, that could be an immense gulf or abyss that I can't even imagine the scale of, let alone cross. Saturday, the 8th of July at 8:45 p.m. <clears throat> well, this is getting kind of grim. Uh, perhaps inevitable for an old man, phone tag, series of conversations about video games, but, uh, I mean, you know, the reality is I think you and I have been sort of speed running <laughs> conversations about video games for close to a year now. Uh, we have our anniversary coming up in a couple of weeks, I, I, I see now, looking at my calendar in August, um... You know, I, some of the research I've done specific, specifically um, for VVV, I don't know, we'll round up there, uh, but not about the, um, I saw a video um, about a guy talking about speedrunning a Spongebob video game, and he was talking about spending four years dedicated to, and we saw this too with the God of War video we talked about where, you know, some people, many people, I think just not us, although maybe you, like, make a habit of repeatedly 
coming back to a game, returning and returning and returning, and just, you know, maybe this is the question, I think maybe this is like the core question for me about speedrunning, is like, well, what is that, what is that last wringing of the towel that people are looking to get out of the game? Because there's this mantra I've heard looking in speedrunning videos of like, well, fast comes first, fun comes second. But I think there's something emanating out into those one and two that's sort of the absolute, I mean, you know math better than I do, you can probably say, because for me it's, I, I sense like a sort of magic, and it was happening unconsciously, indirectly, of, okay, well now, after the screen, go all the way to the right. I mean, in most games, this thing we're talking about, this would be not even a challenge, because you would just hop over this, like, one small brick to get the little trinket. And the trinket is optional. You know, there's so many ways you're just doing this to yourself. Um, but I guess I just wonder, like, what is that... What is that core juice about video games? You know, people use the word addiction, I think, too, uh, not callously, not carelessly, but sort of without thinking about what it means. Um, Pippin, what's the juice? That's actually what the question was. This could have been an email. I'm sorry. Sunday, the 9th of July, at 2.02 p.m. Hi, David. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Felix having a nap in theory. Uh, Rila downstairs sewing me, practicing uh, the hard way run. And noticing that even in my notes now, I, I make little headings uh, for notes about different aspects of what we're up to. And instead of writing playing as a heading uh, for this game, I've been writing practice specifically because um, we're not really playing the game, right? Uh, we're, we're engaged in something much more sports-oriented. I mean, I, st I still feel like that's probably the metaphor. And so the juice, I guess, has got to be, at least in these finesse runs, right, where it's, it's all about performance and kind of execution under pressure, under time pressure, uh, under the eyes of the world, should we ever post something to speedrun.com. Uh, there's a combination of of factors there that are very very frustrating and very satisfying at the same time in terms of, as you said, you know you know what to do and when to do it. Um, you know all of the sort of the secrets and the techniques and it, it just becomes a, a question of can you do it? Are you good enough? And, and the classic thing I think um, that games give people in general, whether you're playing them just for fun or you're, you're taking it on as some kind of athletics, uh, of knowing what to do and when to do it, and you know, at every level, games are kind of telling you this is what you do in this moment. Here's how you do it. We want you to do it well. And speedrunning is just kind of amping that up in some ways, uh, and that can feel kind of thrilling, perhaps, because it has a more of a more of a real world referent than playing games normally does. Uh, I, I don't know about you, <laughs> but you know, beating the, I don't know, whatever, the demon at the end of the game doesn't feel terribly triumphant to me as a player. Uh, maybe I just don't buy into the narratives enough. Um, I don't commit hard enough. Uh, but it always, it just seems so self-contained within the game and so, so very much just something that was supposed to happen. Um, whereas with speedrunning, this execution that we're learning and these twitches that we're making, 
are kind of keyed into something that's part of the real world, which is like, how fast can you do this? You a human, uh, not Viridian, but Pippin, David, uh, trying to play this game very quickly. Um, so I think that that's what the juice is, the satisfaction of, of practice and execution uh, at game time. Uh, it's exciting under the lights. Uh, sad thing that I learned that I kind of already knew and then checked and confirmed for myself, the timer in V runs um, slow, so it gives you faster times than you actually have. So I've been timing myself externally uh, with an app uh, and getting worse times, which sucks. <laughs> Um, and the thing I'm trying to practice, I don't know if you've been trying this, is just uh, really attacking rooms as soon as you enter them um, instead of looking to see what's there. You just have to know. Do you know? Sunday, the 9th of July, at 11.17pm. Hey, Pippin. Sounds like you had a... Well, sounds like your whole family was having a nice uh, afternoon. Uh, when you called, I was... Having the most incredible nap, where my head was stuck to the pillow magnetically. I must have really needed it after all this uh, speedrunning stuff we're doing. So, let's see, reporting back today on the Super Gravitron, which is not really speedrunning, but I think is sort of a way to drill the Zen of V as you go hurtling up and down on a bouncy, bouncy couple of lines as obstacles, squares come to threaten you. Uh, I got to 15.43 seconds, um, which means I cracked the 10 and the 15 in a single try, sort of without really trying. Uh, I don't know, so that's that's something, and I'm also sort of generally on track to, I believe, beat my previous time in death count when I first played uh, 13 years ago. And I had had hopes of... Um, doing glitch stuff in this game, and I looked into it, and my I'm not 100% clear on why the glitches are so hard to do. They're also hard to understand, or they're largely parlor tricks. Like, one is to just get stuck on a platform and die. Um, but there's a lot, you know, it's not just me. There's a lot of people talking online about how they don't really understand how or why the glitches work. And, um, yeah, I mean, the competition aspect of it doesn't really move me. So, you know, what I'm really curious about this whole season, as I know you are, is, you know, for V, like, what are the beams and girders that you're seeing? Like, in speedrunning, do you get a sense of, like, what the rules of V are, and are they <laughs> what you think they would be? Um, other than that, you know, like, I did have some passing thoughts about this go-as-fast-as-possible thing, because I have observed that in what I've played, and I feel like because the controls are so responsive, it sort of really discourages you from going as fast as possible. You have to sort of be more laying in wait. Um, it's sort of like you have to sort of, because there's so much hyperspeed you have here, you have to sort of slow down or be present in different ways that I can't put my finger on just yet. Um, other than that, you know, like I agree with you, the, 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 the parallels about athletics... I'm not sure if it's just unique to athletics, though. Like, there's some other quality going on here. Maybe it's specific to V. Maybe it's uh, specific to capital V video games that we can get into. Like, your mention of knowing what to do and when to do it, for some reason, made me think of a defense attorney arguing against something a prosecutor said, or, or either side, really. It doesn't have to be one side or the other. So, I don't know. You know, a lot of food for thought, and we are hungry boys, and I'm chewing num num num. All right, I take back that last part. Bye, Pippin. Monday, 
the 10th of July, at 2.47 p.m. Monday, the 10th of July, at 2.57 p.m. Hey David, just a couple of quick things uh, while I'm in front of my phone. Um, first of all, congratulations on your 15 seconds in Super Gravitron. That seems like a, a significant achievement to me. I, um, I admire it, and I guess that's why they call you David Fingers Walensky, uh, presumably. I mean, that's just something I heard. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to just quickly say as well is I did um, do the first glitch uh, that I think you can enter in the game, which is that the game starts, there's a disaster on the spaceship, you get teleported to this other dimension, uh, and if you die or kill yourself uh, before the dialogue ends uh, for your entry into that area, you actually end up back at the space station and skip uh, what is essentially the game's tutorial section, which is a bunch of rooms that show you the, the flipping, the idea of dangerous things, the idea of spikes, uh, which is time-consuming, so skipping that is really a time-saver. Um, I assume the way that that's working is just that the game sets um, a save in the space station. It may even be that that's, you know, it's not strictly necessary because you shouldn't need to use that save, but maybe the game's structure requires that save to be there, uh, to not crash in some other way. Um, if you die but while that is the the place that your save is set up, then as soon as you enter this new space, you're dead, and so it teleports you back to the last save, which is there. And that's the sort of thing you could imagine discovering just by saying, what if I push this button at this time when you wouldn't normally push this button, right? Um, but very effective. Anyway, I'll, um, I'll probably call you back in a bit to just talk talk progress in the hard way run, uh, which is ongoing, but difficult. See you, man. Monday, the 10th of July, at 3.13pm. Hey, it's me again, uh, the only other person who ever calls this answer phone. Uh, just going to say, I was trying to work on a report for a PhD examination that I'm embroiled in, but instead I want to talk about the speedrunning uh, notably, I just noticed that the best, the worst, sorry, the worst, the worst glitchless run of hardware is actually 4 minutes 41 seconds, which is actually a lot closer to what I'm going for. Uh, so I feel less sort of hopelessly adrift on the, the leaderboards, and I will try and post my time as promised and get under 5 minutes. Uh, but I also just wanted to say, I mean, I agree that there's a kind of slowdown to speed up in the normal play of the game. Um, you risk kind of killing yourself if you run onto a screen without seeing it first. Uh, but at the level of a finesse run, I think there's only speed, right? Unless you would die from running into the breach immediately on a new screen, um, you're doing yourself a disservice, especially because a lot of the tricks really require you to be on the move as soon as you're entering a screen um, because of the timing of patterns of of killer blocks and stuff. Like, you just have to be on the move and immediately onto the trick without thinking. Uh, so, you know, there is no think. There is only do. Um, if you miss it, then it's going to kill your time. Um, even if, of course, going for it might kill you. See you, man. Monday, the 10th of July at 11.09 p.m. 
You know that uh, quotation that's often misattributed to Andy Warhol about how in the future everyone will run Super Gravitron for 15 seconds? Well, I've done it. Uh, he never said it, but he was talking about me. And uh, now that I've done it, I've decided to move on to, for the remainder, before the tape runs out, uh, focusing on a proper finesse run of The Tower, which is ominously named, and it deserves to be ominously named. Uh, so the best that I could do today, and I recorded a run, I will submit, unless I beat it, then I'll submit that. I've recorded a run of... 1 minute 35.3 seconds with one death, which is not bad. Uh, the par is 1 minute 45 seconds. The top record for this is 1 minute 27 seconds and 930 milliseconds. Two people are tied for first. There's one in Brazil, another in the U.S. Uh, there's just a massive gulf between where I am and they are making me think there's just no way I can approach it, uh, especially because the uh, third place bronze medal is uh, 1 minute, 27 seconds, and 960 milliseconds. So there's only 30 milliseconds between them, and I'm still 10 seconds and 910 milliseconds before even coming close. And doing it with zero deaths feels nigh on impossible, but that's the obvious way to improve. But you know, the prospect of doing anything flawlessly is a little challenging, of course. Um, I know I can improve. Um, there seems to be a fork in the path. You go for the optional trinkets. Again, the obvious thing is to not die. Dying seems to add 2.3 seconds to your time. And I can't prove it. I tried it both ways. I think getting the trinkets necessitates certain footwork that actually pushes the screen slightly quicker because this whole thing is auto-scrolling as you go. Like, I've had this experience of, as running, I'm sort of riding the spikes at the top of the screen and sort of I've memorized the map, I'm ignoring the rest, and I kind of see it, like, shove up a tiny bit, the spikes at the top. That's what's keeping you from going as fast as you want. And it's like, usually, but not, but sort of doing it, and the thing that keeps flashing in my mind, the image is sort of like, it's the gums of the level, level um, receding, but only so much to keep like an evil grin at you, saying like, you can't do this, you don't really think you can do this, so, um, I don't know, it's weird, I don't know why it would be slower to skip the optional things and getting the optional things might help you speed up your time. So, I don't know. I'm going to check out the records on record. I've sort of been ignoring those to see um, how I could deviate with, well, whatever. I'll, I'll adapt and see what they do. I'm doing what I do. Um, how you doing, Pippin? What's going on? Um, how about what's going on in your body when you're doing these things? You know, are you tensing up? Are you loose? Are you chill? Talk to you later. Tuesday, the 11th of July, at 10.54 a.m. Hey man, you leave my buddy out of this. Um, but, since you want to know, I think I try and be pretty relaxed. No doubt, you know, um, I'm tensed up at some level because I am trying to press the keys on my keyboard at extremely precise moments and not overshoot things, not undershoot things. There's a lot of you know, there are a lot of a lot of reasons to be tense, but I feel like my brain at least feels pretty relaxed. And I think the more you drill these things, the more 
I've kind of felt able to kind of stand outside myself and watch myself doing the level, um, you know, wryly chuckling as I make a mistake, but trying not to actually react to that mistake, uh, especially not in a way that leads to more mistakes, which is, you know, pretty classic, right? Like, I feel like especially with the, the vertical fall up and down of doing things the hard way, it's so easy to to kind of chase it too aggressively and just continuously slam into spikes and die and over and over again. And you really need to, I don't know, in a sense, kind of not want it or not really care about what's happening or, you know, I, I suppose trick yourself, your immediate self, uh, your lizard self into not, um, not caring too much. Speaking of which, V is a, is a great science fiction TV show as well. Just one V for that one, uh, which definitely involves lizard brains. Um, but yeah, good job on the tower and getting a proper time there. And, you know, I had a few goes myself. I, I d didn't, uh, didn't get quite to your time. I'm a few seconds back, which as you know, it means I'm quite far back. Uh, I did do a one death run as well, but it wasn't at your pace because I was trying to get the trinkets, uh, which slows me down. Uh, but I also watched the speed run version of um of the tower as well and i was really really interested in the technique uh that they use there which you know as you say it's a it's a level that um that auto scrolls so you've got to make sure you don't uh, stay too close to the bottom of the screen or you get um spiked by the gums or whatever the sharp gums of the level um and you don't want to go too close to the top as well for the same reason but the the key technique is i'm i guess you've seen now that you've watched the videos is that these runners actually fall as far as possible to die at the exact same moment that they hit a save, uh, whatever those things are, save bubble, save point, uh, because what that does is it restores them to life on the save bubble, uh, but it also has the effect of scrolling the screen um, so that the save bubble is kind of in the middle again, and that scroll is much, much faster than you can navigate the level yourself. So they're actually gaining speed by dying. Uh, which I really, really love because I can only assume that when Terry designed this game, he did not think about tactical dying as a way to to move faster in the world. But at the same time, I think it, it's really neat because games, you know, they expect you to die and they, they kind of are mostly trying to leverage that as a form of punishment and teaching. But here it's kind of like a role reversal and players are leveraging it to, t to teach the game a lesson, right? Um, so, so on Hardway, I did record a run that I managed to get 4 minutes 43 seconds on, which is 2 seconds behind the worst run on speedrun.com. So I think that's submittable. Uh, but I'm going to try a few more times and see if I can get past that, um, past the last place run. That would be an accomplishment for the ages. Never really satisfied, um, I think, but, you know, excited to keep trying, uh, extend my mastery, and then completely stop playing the game for a couple of years. Bye. Tuesday. The 11th of July at 9:05 p.m. <clears throat> hey, yeah, that's a lot of my sentiments exactly. Um, I think I have a lot of the th the same things to say about a different chunk of the game. And I guess the big news is today, and this will be my final news on the game. As I also <laughs> look forward to stepping away, maybe revisiting later, but. Um, I'm good to put it down for now. So today I got a 1 minute 32.63 second no death run. 
which is 7 seconds, 967 milliseconds behind the current third place record on the tower, which means I am, um, and I've never done this before, I submitted uh, my time today to win that coveted fourth place. <laughs> Whatever sub bronze is, although there's two people tied for first. Um, and I guess I'll hear in two to three weeks, it'll be too late to make it for this episode. Um, but I never tried the suicide, intentional suicide thing. I saw it and it's super fascinating. I get why it works. I think I, it would be a lot like having to run tape back, compare, and then just work in some fundamentals that I just I just don't have time for. But it makes me think I could get in range. But I have a zero death run that I submitted, whereas those that are much faster are eight deaths. So maybe that's some sort of a record. But I realized, you know, maybe that's not thinking about speedrunning correctly because it is all about exploiting flaws. I've been thinking about it, and it's like... You know, speedrunning is thinking about video games as this uh, path laid out ahead of you and uh, not being fatalist about what it's saying you should be doing and uh, making your own way out of it. So, this has been V. Wednesday, the 12th of July, at 9.50 a.m. Wednesday, the 12th of July, at 12.02 p.m. Hey, David. Uh, mostly just calling to congratulate you on your breast medal. Uh, it's not nothing to, uh, to have something that you can even bear uh, to submit to one of these things. Um, I, too, submitted today. I actually returned to the hard way one last time to see if I could beat my time and did. I got a 4 minutes 39 seconds 710 milliseconds, uh, which importantly is 1.362 seconds faster than Neo Aqua's time on speedrun.com for the doing things the hard way glitchless run. Uh, Neo Aqua is from Israel, I see, from their tiny little flag. I'm only just re realizing that I listed myself as being from Canada and I have a little Canadian flag. Um, instead of a little New Zealand flag, since I'm technically from both places and normally identify more as a New Zealander. Very complicated stuff, speedrunning. Uh, anyway, Neo Aqua is now 7th and I'm 6th. Uh, and despite the foolishness of this stuff, maybe the meaninglessness, maybe the uh, existential abyss of all of this, uh, my hands were trembling during and after setting that um, particular run, uh, knowing that it would mean I, you know... <laughs> made my place in history, so the body feels speedrunning in all kinds of ways. Um, it's, a, it's a very, very real experience. Um, you know, and that's, a, that's about it. As you said, we're, we're kind of done here. I'm glad that we engaged really directly with another aspect of the community, which is actually participating in saying, I did this to the world at large, uh, whether or not anybody is listening to us. Uh, and in the end, I guess all I'll say is, yeah, this was V, 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 V. End of messages. Thank you for calling GameFing. For more information, or to leave us a voicemail, please hang up and dial GameFing.com.
life goodbye.